Hello there, and welcome to Casual Fridays by I Read Aloud, the podcast that discusses various themes from a personalized lens so that you always end up with my unwarranted opinion and advice and my own take on matters. I am your host, Dada, and I do urge you to look me up on YouTube. Just search for at I Read Aloud and you'll enter my world of storytelling with the click of a button. Just a reminder before I begin today's episode that this podcast airs on a bi-weekly basis on Fridays. I have changed um, the timing. It used to be a weekly podcast. But as you've noticed, I have uh, been skipping a few Fridays because it has been difficult to create an episode weekly and to create content for my regular platform, I Read Aloud. And so I think it would be fair for both uh, arms of my platform uh, to do a bi-weekly podcast. So I'll have you know, one week to do the podcast and the other to cater to my regular content. So my podcast airs uh, every other Friday now on the following platforms, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RSS.com. Today's episode is on university degrees and their importance in the working world and in your life. I had initially titled this episode on college degrees because, in the USA at least, the difference between a college and a university is simply the size of the institution and its departments. But people attend both of uh, both of these after completing a high school degree and graduating from grade 11. But then I realized that in other countries, there are different systems of education and college there could refer to a school or even a high school. And so I had to change the title to on university degrees to ensure that I am talking about the education system after the age of 17 or 18. So for some, the word university could be interchangeable with the word college. And for others, that is not the case. Now, as some of you already know, I am someone who attended university for two higher degrees. One was for a bachelor degree in English literature when I was in my early 20s, and one was in business law that I studied when I was in my late 30s. So trust me, I know what I am talking about when I tell you that a university degree barely prepares you for the workplace. In fact, I wondered if I were the only one who thought as such. And so I went around all my friends and acquaintances who had studied at university or college and asked them if their courses of study actually aided them in their work, especially their first job. And I made sure to ask people from different fields of study, business, engineering, mathematics, architecture, law, medicine, education, literature, etc., And I tell you, I was not surprised when the responses I received only validated my viewpoint. All agreed on one thing. Two or three courses out of the 40 or so courses taken at uh, the BA or BS level were beneficial, especially practical courses. And all agreed that the theoretical courses were just that, theory. Interesting to know in general and kind of general knowledge, but not helpful in preparing one for the workforce. Even those studying medicine agreed that the practical shifts they take on at the hospital are the most beneficial. The same goes for master's degrees, even though the field of study there is narrower, still 
people generally benefit from two or three courses out of the 10 or so courses taken at that level. So we are basically spending years at studying theories that don't help us at all in life and the workforce. And we're even spending tens of thousands of dollars in the process towards an education that doesn't really prepare you for what's waiting for you in the work field. How did we as a society reach this point where we empower a handful of educational institutions to bamboozle us out of our time and money and we attend them willingly? I'll tell you what happened. We fell into the trap of a rigged system. Companies grew larger and larger and became more and more selective with their choices of employees. And little by little, they started imposing university degrees as basic criteria for employment. Some jobs today require even a master's degree, while others only a bachelor's degree. So the average human who reaches the age of 18 or 20 and is searching for employment realizes that there is no chance at a high-paying job without a university degree, and so at university we enroll. And now that the universities are empowered by these companies, they constantly increase their tuition fees on a yearly basis. And many who study there go into debt in the hope that they will land a high-paying job when they graduate to pay back the debt, not knowing that it would take them at least 10 years, if not much more, to save the indebted amount. Not only that, but many universities had to create a prestigious aura around themselves that they have become so selective in who they admit to their campus and their programs that education is not really available to all those um, who desire it. And that is evident by all the scandals you heard about a few years back, scandals of, you know, well-off parents making a donation to university so that their kids uh, are accepted. So again, I ask you, how did we as a society allow this to happen? Are we so helpless that we just accept the status quo and follow it blindly? No wonder these days, especially with the rise of social media, you have a lot of entrepreneurs. The new generation is refusing to work for the big companies because they feel the slavery. And even though there have been uh, a good number of people in the past who uh, have succeeded in life and who have, uh, you know, become even millionaires and famous without an education, I find that the true idea of entrepreneurship started in the past 10 or 15 years, especially uh, with the younger generation who refused to conform uh, you know, to, to what society expects them to, to do. And uh, it's kind of spilled into the old, older generation as well. Um, so we really have to thank the new generation for taking a bit of a stance on this matter. But still, change takes time. I hope that what is happening today, uh, you know, especially with the rise of social media, that universities would think on you know, reforming their programs and their courses of study. In the olden days, there used to be a master apprentice system. And that's before universities existed, right? And there would be a master, you know, um, at a craft or in a certain field who would take on apprentices interested in that field. And, you know, the master trains them on the job, which means that they are learning on the job in a practical setting. And eventually, over time, the apprentices become masters of the craft themselves and in their own right, and they take on their own apprentices. 
And I think the idea of university initially was to expand on the idea of apprenticeship and to make apprenticeships, um, so to speak, available to a large group of people, maybe. And maybe the early universities did meet that goal to some degree, but with the growth of universities and the adoption of books and theoretical courses, and even bringing educators who have no practical experience in, in any field they teach, and whose information and knowledge is based solely on what they learned at their own university, I believe that universities should revise their courses and give at least 80% of their courses in a practical setting and not more than 20% of the courses in theory. And maybe universities should, um, you know, also change the type of educators they hire so that the educators are masters of their craft and, and so they can pass on, you know, their knowledge uh, masterfully and create, you know, apprentices who can actually go into the work field and, you know, actually uh, do a good job from the beginning. And I speak here from personal experience because when I did my bachelor's degree in literature, um, after that I was a teacher of English. And of course, everything that I taught in this in the school system um, had nothing to do with what I had studied. And I know some would tell me, okay, why did you study education? But even those who did study education, the only thing that could benefit them or benefited them a little bit were the practical um, you know, sessions they had in schools. Meaning that, again, educators are just studying uh, theory and nothing that is practical in the classroom. And that is why you find that some teachers actually fail in the classroom because other than and the knowledge you know they have or, or and, and the knowledge that they would impart teachers have to know how to deal with students and so the worst thing is when you have a student who is acting out uh, the worst thing you can do is to kick them out of the classroom and this happens so often even till today i have you know my nieces are in schools now you know, in grade seven and eight and nine. And it's ridiculous, you know, how, how the, uh, teachers interact with the, with students who are what they call like problematic students. Basically, the way I see it, whatever a problematic student is, is one of two things. Either a very smart student who is, uh, bored out of his or her mind, you know, uh, because of the material being given that is beneath them. Or a student who isn't understanding the material, it's above their heads, and so they act out and they, you know, uh, waste time in class because they're bored again because they don't get the material. So the teacher's uh, responsibility is to take care of these kids and, you know, hone them in and know how to, how to handle the situation and, and see what they need and cater to it, not take them out of the classroom. And it's just like one example I'm giving out of a zillion, you know, just to give you an idea of, of how, uh, you know, an education, even in education, <laughs> doesn't really help you in, in teaching and controlling a classroom or understanding the needs of your students. And then when I went ahead and, you know, did my business law degree, actually, I had worked in the field of law for five years before getting that degree and I only got it because you know I had enjoyed working uh, in the field of law for those five years and the truth is I knew nothing about you know writing contracts or you know anything of any of a legal nature and I learned it all on the job in these five it took me about say a year to really grasp the whole thing and then you know I was able to soar if you will you know and and uh, do it all on my own without difficulty and so this is further proof that 
when you actually work at something, when you do practical work, this is what, what teaches you. Theory does nothing for you except for give you, except to give you, um, general knowledge. And I truly believe that if universities are willing to, uh, revise their programs, that they could reduce the years of study per degree and even reduce their exorbitant fees. And maybe then more people will be able to access university life and will actually benefit in the workforce from university degrees. Because these days, university life has become more of a social experiment, really, than a beneficial course of study. Don't get me wrong. My university years, especially when I did my bachelor's in my 20s, they are still the most memorable and, and fun days, you know, uh, even till today. I'm in my mid, <laughs> in my mid 40s now. And even till today, university life, um, as it is today, provides beautiful camaraderie and a chance at, you know, discovering who you are and at, uh, gives you a chance at personal growth. So imagine if that is coupled with a beautiful program that actually, you know, gives you a chance to succeed in the workforce and it actually prepares you for the workforce. Well, these are my two cents on the matter. This brings me to the end of the episode. Uh, in two weeks, Remember, it's not a bi-weekly podcast. In two weeks, I shall discuss the topic of women dating younger men. And I hope you'll tune in then. For now, I wish you a lovely weekend. And I send you all my love. Till Friday next.